Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow and myself. And we're going to talk about the secret to retirement success. We're going to let you in on the secret. Here's a hint. It's you. You're the secret. You're either going to make it or you're going to break it. And often we get in our own way. And that's kind of the focus of the podcast this week is the fact that, you know, if we take some action and we do some things, we can have a successful retirement. But often we self-sabotage and get in our own way. So that is the topic of conversation this week with Tony. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Spring yeah. and is uh, spring is spring. Well, we didn't have, yeah, we did. Well, we didn't have a spring up here, you know, and now it's kind of almost summer. So, okay, uh, that, all is good. We actually had a spring this year for a change, which has been really nice. So we've shared nice. it before on the podcast. This is episode number, this is episode number sixty five, by the way, Tony. Wow. So our podcast is eligible for Medicare. That's right. <laughs> so, and we're talking uh, about retirement. And we're talking so. about retirement as always. But uh, yeah, so we're in different, two different locations and we're doing this, which is the beauty of the internet and so on and so forth. But yeah, we've actually had a really nice spring here where it's not been crazy hot. I'm down in the south a little bit uh, and it's just now starting to heat up. So at the time we're taping this, this is going to be our uh, our second one here in May. So this is about a week before Memorial Day and we're up into the 90s now, but we had stayed away. We hadn't had a 90 degree day uh yet this year until this week, which is unusual mm-hmm. for us. So Yeah, that's nice. Uh, looking forward to getting to the pool this weekend. I hope everybody has a good Memorial Day weekend coming up as well and yeah. and enjoy all that. And remember the reason we have Memorial Day. If you uh, you know exactly. got a loved one, a veteran, make sure you say, let them know, so on and so forth. Uh, but anyway, yes. so let's talk about this, Tony, because Man, right now we're getting we're getting pummeled. There's a lot going on. We got the inflation out of control. We got gas at you know five dollars just about everywhere in the country. It seems like upper fours, fives. Mm-hmm. Um, chickens out of control. The price of chicken, uh, not chickens themselves, but the price of chickens out of control. Uh, baby food baby is- food, yeah. issues. Like who had that one on their bingo card for crazy things to happen? Yes. But uh, we you know, and then of course the market is just. You know, we're finally seeing, I don't know. I mean, I just was reading something this morning, Tony. Are we, are we into a recession yet? Are we, have we had two consecutive quarters of, of uh, not growth? Uh, There's just a lot going on. And, and when you think about our topic, this, which is getting in our own way, this is when people get nervous, understandable, but this is when we get nervous and we tend to make rash decisions, especially with the market. Especially with the market, which is why I wanted to talk about this topic today, because of all the things you just mentioned. And, you know, we have, we have clients and tax clients coming in and that's well, the first thing generally out of their mouth is boy, everything's, you know, high, you know, prices are high oh, yeah. this and that. And uh, then, you know, they want to talk about the market and whatnot. And uh, I think some of the topics we're going to discuss here are uh, relevant for what's going on today. I don't know if we're in a recession yet or not. You know I mean? You turn on the news and you, everybody's got their own opinion. I mean, it's starting to get the makings of one and mm-hmm. uh, everybody has opinions. So I'll share mine. I mean, you know, we, we were flooded with money last year, you know, with, with COVID relief and everything else and prices, you know, obviously have gone up and the market's done well for a long time. I mean, I don't know if, if we're definitely going into one, but we're definitely going to see some slowdown. I got to think until they can uh, bring inflation somewhat under control, but, right, right. you know, and we, and we can sit and debate that all day, but, the important thing is for our topic, you know, of today is like you say, is 
the main, you know, secret, because everybody always wants the secret or sure, the, sure. the guideline is really, it is, it's us, it's you, the, the person. Uh, and it's so relevant because I just got done with a tax appointment before I jumped on this call. Mm-hmm. Gentleman's been with me for a long time and we do his accounting. He's a concrete guy. And so, you know, he's getting older and he's 60 years old and you know, that, that's a tough, a tough business. And, oh, sure. Yeah. Hard work. Yeah. You know, he's just hasn't probably put enough away to this point. But his question to me was, is what's the guideline? How much money should I have to retire? I mean, that, that was literally it, you know, and wanting this, this, you know, black and white answer out of me. And, you know, <laughs> there like, is no black and there white. There's no black and white on that one, but, yeah. uh, but some of the things, you know, he has to think about is what, you know, what we're going to talk about uh, here today. And uh, for him, it's going to have to be uh, along the lines of he's got to start saving more. Yeah. Know, but, um, well, let's let's start with the let's start with the market for a second. Yeah, because obviously it's it's fallen. Uh, we're down quite a bit. I think the Nasdaq is already down twenty five percent. So they're you know calling it in, into the bear. I think the uh, at this point uh, the S and P is now right around twenty percent, which you know I guess technically you could put it into a bear. Uh, yeah. So this is when we start to the people who. The last three years, the market's been uh, it's been pretty good, really, for the last thirteen years. Let's be honest, but the yeah. last three years, it's been really, really high. So we get greedy as people, and, and not just you know we're all greedy. It's you know it doesn't make you a bad person. We just get greedy, and we also get a little addicted to it. And then when this starts to happen, that's when the panic sets in, and people start to they want to sell. And of course, when you sell, when it's down, you're locking in your losses. Now you still might be up overall because it's been doing so well. But how do we start? balancing that, Tony, is it, you know, when, when things get really choppy like that, is it time to maybe review the plan just to make sure we're good and not necessarily make wholesale changes or, or what do we do? I think, you know, depending on a person's age, but which has some factors in that decision, mm-hmm. but it's probably not a bad idea to take a quick, a quick review. But, you know, if you're meeting with your advisor once a quarter or so, you know, you're probably coming up to um, maybe your second quarter review mm-hmm. just to talk about things and whatnot. But, you know, if your goals, depending on where you're at, are are set and and those are still your goals, then there's there's really no reason in my mind, you know, to panic and sell off because, and I do have a few clients, tax clients, not, not uh, wealth clients that are calling right now, you know, and saying, what, what do you think I should do? And I'm not even really their advisor, but I tell them, I said, well, if you think you should sell and go all to cash, because that's usually what they want to do because right. they're panicking, right? Is I ask them, so who and when are, are is going to alert you or trigger you to buy back? I mean, wh- when is it? I mean, because there is no perfect time. I always try to get them out of that. You know, you you miss the best days of the market. There's been studies and studies done on that. The ten best days, twenty best days, all that. You know, you lose out on a lot of returns. So to try to time it. And we've talked about it before is, mm-hmm. is in my mind, I, I, it's impossible for me to do. I think it's impossible for anybody to do. No, it's a, but yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just a losing game. And so uh, now if, you know, you're close to retirement and you want to lock in some of the gains you've had over the last 10, 15 years and uh, move to a more and, conservative and that's approach. A diff- that's right. That's a different yeah. approach, right? Than wholesale panicking or whatever. And mm-hmm. so I was going to, that's what I was going to ask you, you know, at these times is when the phone starts ringing a bit more. Now, those folks with a good plan in place, they typically don't 
panic as much, right? They, they understand that right. they've got a strategy. Uh, there's some. There's always going to be some that they see the volatility, even with a good plan in place, even when they're working with you, Tony. They're like, eh, let me just call and double check. And I do think that's real value that you guys bring to the table as professionals like you are is because sometimes you just are a sounding board. If nothing else, you know, it's Mr. and Mrs. Smith call and it's like, hey, we're looking it over. You know, yes, I know you're nervous, but everything still looks okay. Even with this volatility, let's not panic. That's that's great to have that sounding board versus if you're totally autonomous and you're just some number with a big brokerage firm and it's just like you're not getting through to anybody and it's just like you're on you're kind of on your own and that's when we start to panic and we go well I'm selling you know or whatever yeah and and it, yeah and that's generally the worst thing you can do you mm-hmm. know in in general I, I the interesting thing too is with the the retirees that we work with you know most are in. Uh, dividend paying stocks and or bonds. And so they, we, you know, we try to educate them on, you know, if you're just looking at the Dow, well, we don't have any stocks in the Dow, you know, with, so you, while that's a, uh, a market indicator. That's a great point though, because everybody does yeah. look at that one, right? Yeah. They, they look at that and say, oh my God, you know, it, the, the world is falling. Well, if you don't necessarily own those securities, then why are you uh, panicking? Yeah, you know, d- d- don't panic so much. Yeah, probably it, it, what you are going to own, you know, even if it's in funds, and the it's Dow, be down some. The Dow's misleading to a lot of people who might not really pay too much attention. They just think that they're invested with someone or they're working with someone, and that's where they've got them. It's only what thirty companies. Thirty companies in that yeah. one. I mean, yeah. Yeah, obviously, and, and a lot of five hundred. And the one of the reasons that we're seeing, and, and let's be fair, some of the stuff. Yes, it's definitely choppy out there. There's definitely some problems, uh, but a lot of it, what's taken it on the chin, is tech. Right. Yes. Uh, and so big tech is taking a is taking a hammering. Uh, and so there's definitely and that's why the point of diversification is there, because there's other sectors that are still doing you know pretty good uh, overall. Yes, the 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 news and the uh, the issues of the world are definitely making the market jumpy. And and if we're being honest too, Tony, it's it's been overinflated for a while. So yes. corrections are natural and they are yeah. normal. We've actually had 13 year bull run. You know, we're actually more than overdue. So considering all the stuff that the world is dealing with, it's not super surprising. So if you've got a no. good plan, good advisor, hopefully that'll help a little bit. But as always, if, you, if you're if you panicking before you take action, folks, definitely talk with your advisor. Don't just jump in and do something crazy. Uh, let's go to the second one here on our little uh, getting out of our own way conversation, Tony. Since you are the tax man, uh, mm-hmm. from a tax standpoint, making a bad investment clearly, like doing something because it's getting into investment solely because of the taxes. Like you're I'm going to do this because it's going to help me from a tax standpoint. Is that a good idea like it, do we do we make a mistake there as well? I think a lot of times people do, especially in the middle income brackets, you know. Okay. It's one thing for somebody up in the 37 39% bracket, you know, who's just getting hammered on taxes. Mm-hmm. But tax is not 100%, never you know never never has been. I mean, it's been high at times, mm-hmm. but to do it just for a tax motive, I, to me, is not a very good investment, uh, you know, decision. Now, I think in certain cases, sometimes if the math works, you know, and, and your tax bracket dictates, and your appetite for risk is very low, you know, municipal bonds is is always one. I have a lot of people ask me mm-hmm. about, well, why wouldn't I invest just in, in muni bonds? And I say, well, you know, the yeah, the interest is tax free, but you know, if you really look at your after-tax return with whatever you're doing, you're actually getting more net even by paying taxes. So don't, you know, mm, don't yeah, do okay. that. Yeah, you know, I got that you. type of thing. That's a good point. Um, but I do get a lot of people uh, where they they're not so in tune to that. Where they're more in tune 
two is they want to buy and sell and they want to um, hold stuff. Generally, what they want to do is they want to sell their winners and keep their losers. And, well, sure. Who doesn't? You know, yeah. Uh, where I always advocate, you know, hey, if you've got some kind of loss, you know, uh, get rid of it. Keep the winners. Uh, so you can, you know, postpone paying that 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 tax on that gain. And then let's take the loss now. Yeah. But uh, they do that a lot. They do a lot, a lot with properties, rentals, you know, things like that. Everybody I, wants. I would think the tax to the tax one as well is when it's the standard 401k versus the Roth too, right? Like a lot of us, we, we, because we're conditioned and we've talked about this many times, we just do the traditional 401k or traditional IRA uh, thinking about, well, that's going to help me right now from a tax standpoint because I'm getting that tax benefit because I'm kicking it down the road, right? Versus yeah. I have to pay out the dole out the money right now if I do the like to do the Roth, and that's kind of the standard tried and true thinking, and it has been for a long time. But again, we've talked about it many times with the tax rates being what they are. Maybe it's not the best move. Maybe you should go ahead and start thinking about paying some of the taxes on some of that money now, so that later on when the tax rates go up, which they they almost have to then you maybe aren't looking as, as a high a bracket. That's right. Yeah. And with the raw, especially in the 401k option, a lot of people, even though they may have that option, aren't that familiar with it. Mm -hmm. And they just plow their money into the traditional option, which is the traditional 401k. And a lot of times, you know, we'll, we'll especially with a little bit higher income taxpayers, is we will try to get them to convert some of that to the Roth, pay right. the tax, yeah. fill up the bracket they're in, and then you know, get, so they don't have an IOU to Uncle Sam later. Yeah, because that's I really it. what you have in all of yeah. this. Yeah, I get it. Like no, none of us like to pay the tax. It's like, man, mm. I don't want to. I don't want to pull this money out and have to pay the taxes now. That stinks. That's why we kick it down the road. We think because yep. we we do have a tendency as humans to well, I'll deal with it later. <laughs> kind of that's mentality right. in a, yeah. in a lot of things in life. Uh, which is, I think, sometimes why we're in the positions that we're in, uh, you know, in a lot of different things societally. But either way, you get into that mode, and then later on, you might be right and you might be wrong, you know, as far as where the tax brackets are going to be. But looking at the spending and looking at the deficit and so on and so forth, uh, it's pretty good odds that we're going to owe more. So just again, don't let the tax tail wag the dog, as the saying goes. Uh, number three on the uh, get out of our own way secret to success here. Cash, cash, cash. Tony, leaving too much of it. You mentioned it earlier. People start to panic in times like these. They want to jump over to cash. They want to move to cash. And they can even maybe even add justification to it right now because they're like, hey, the Fed's ticking up. And, you know, with the Fed rate going up, I can get like one and a half percent at the bank. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> Versus 0 0.1, right? But granted, right. it's better, but... Are you sitting on too much cash and are you going people? I don't know. I don't understand why, Tony, we feel like a lot of times that we have two options for our money, the market or cash. Like it seems like a lot of people think that that's the only two. There's other things you can do. There's all kinds of other things. And I, but I do see a lot of, especially uh, the older school right. retirees, okay. you Fair. know, mm -hmm. what I would say is that all their money's in cash and boy, they're, they're bouncing around, driving around, trying to find you know, a half percentage point on a, on a local CD. And it's just absolutely astounding the links they'll go through. <laughs> right. And, and, and they all understand that it's not like it was in the 70s and 80s, you know, where, where those rates were, you know, really you know, high. All let's, let's be honest on that one, right? I mean, what was your mortgage rate then? Well, right. Your mortgage rate, everything else. Was everything else was up too. Like has, perspective, has yeah. bank rates ever actually beat inflation? I don't think they have. Not to my knowledge. No. Over the long term, no. Over the long term, and, right, yeah. 
Yeah. And so I, I think that for most, it's, it's mostly uh, people that have been around a while. In other words, retirees that I see this mostly. I don't see young people. Young people don't, they, they're spending cash more, faster than they can make it. Right. And uh, just getting them to set it aside is a different story. But I think as a retiree or a pre-retiree, if you've got too much in cash, you're really doing yourself a disservice because there are a lot of other things out there right? Uh, besides just stocks. I mean, obviously you can have dividend paying stocks. There's bonds, there's uh, CDs I don't really care for, but I mean, insurance uh, products. I mean, there's just different things, right? You know, some annuities in certain cases. Right. But people so, kind of get into that. Well, I don't want to, I've heard bad things or whatever. And yeah. we talk all the time. Look, when you're working with somebody like Tony is who's CFP, you have the gamut in front of you. Like you've got every every investment option out there you can work with. So don't pigeonhole yourself by just shutting something off before you find out, is it a good tool for you? That's all. Yes, that's right. And fee, fee only and uh, asset-based managers, you know, they're, they're really just going to give you the pros and cons of uh, the different types of many of the investments that are out there. And then, you know, figure out what is going to fit into what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Okay. All right. So I think one more point here, I think I want to try to squeeze in and we'll go, uh, Tony. But, you know, the, one of the things about getting in our own way is the overthinking process, which, again, we're all guilty of. So, you, you know, we're talking right here on the podcast and people are listening and they're going, well, inflation's crazy. The market doesn't look good. Bonds don't look good. Uh, cash, you just said, doesn't look all that great. What, you know, oh, geez, uh, right? We start to like panic and freak out. And then we start thinking and we research or whatever, or we shut down and do nothing. So we overthink it to the point of exhaustion, or we just lock up and make no decision at all. Yeah. And we see that. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think as a society, we've become like this because of all this information we have, including <laughs> the internet. Yes. Because, you know, I, I how many times, you know, I, I challenge every listener out there. How many times have you got online? I don't care if it's been a pair of shoes mm -hmm. or a new refrigerator. Yep. Have you got online said, what's the best refrigerator or, you know, the best uh, reviews for running shoes and you're online and you're looking and looking before you know it, you've got two or three hours in and all you had to do is make a simple decision yes. on to yes. buy a pair of shoes. I couldn't figure and, out which fertilizer to get the other day because they had too many options. Well, I, I, I tell you, I'm guilty of it too. I yeah. need a new fence. And so I'm online, you know, trying to figure out, well, should I go wood privacy like I have, which I don't like, or the vinyl, vinyl, you know, and yeah. oh, Jesus. Like, well, you know, can you get it? That's the other thing right now. You know? That's the other thing. Yeah. Well, but okay. you know what I did is, is I, on my fence, uh -huh. is I, I had him come out to give me a, uh, a cost. And I said, what, what's your advice? I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm done looking. You, you know, fences, I don't. Um, and he, uh, he actually uh, kind of sold me, if you will, on uh, the qualities of the vinyl, which is really for me, no maintenance. But yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm just going to do what he says. And obviously if I can afford it, you know, that that's what I'm doing. And, uh, but with our money, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. We we're, we're watching all this news. We're, we're researching. You got all these charts you could go get. And you, all of a sudden, especially if you're trying to, trying to figure it out on your own, you, you don't do anything at all. And, and, and time, tends to not be on your side when you do that if if you you know yeah are paralyzed by decisions and uh absolutely I can't do anything so there's a uh you know tony in our age group there's a uh there's a song by a band called rush from canada and there's a line in it that says if you choose not to decide you still have made a choice 
Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So whether you do nothing or something, you're still making a choice. Right. So try right. to make a choice to do something for yourself, you know, and, and that's one reason that hopefully people do turn to professionals, uh, finding the right professional and saying, OK, I'm just freezing all up. You know, I've got ideas. I've got input. This is a collaboration between you and your, you know, your financial pro like Tony. But it's it's just a matter of having that resource again, a that sounding board to talk me off the ledge or talk us off the ledge if we're thinking about doing something crazy uh, or to reinforce that we've got some good ideas. And it's like, hey, you know what? After looking at this, that makes a lot of sense. We should do that. We should put that in the plan. Right. You know, whatever that might be. Right. And and I'll, I'll just touch on this final point and we'll wrap up. That's why you turn to professional versus turning to your buddy or your cousin exactly. or, or your grandma or your whatever. And they're all sweet people and they all love you and they all probably want the best things for you. But I saw I had saw a message from a guy the other day, Tony, and he was like, my neighbor and I are the same age and he's going oh, to yeah. cash. Yeah. He yeah. says I should too. Why? Yeah. Because you're the same age? Like, right. That, that makes no sense. Like what other, I, you know, what on earth would make you think that because you guys are the same age and you live in the same neighborhood that you should go to cash together because the market's volatile. His situation and your situation could be completely different. So just don't blindly take information, water cooler talk, right? Exactly. I always ask people because we get that all the time, more in taxes than uh, on the wealth side. Okay. But they'll they'll say things like that. Well, hey, I, I, I'm not getting this deduction. Or what they'll say to us is, well, my buddy makes about the same as I do, and he's paying less taxes. Yeah. And we'll say, or or he'll get advice from his buddy. And I always say, well, what does your buddy do for a living? And they'll say, well, he's a he's a baker. And I said, well, what qualifies him to give tax advice? I mean, you know, you right. you. So you just you do have to be careful of that. I mean, it it's good to talk about right. it, and then it is good to ask your advisor, sure. which they are doing. Right. Uh, but we have to, you know, kind of tell them, hey, look, you know, every situation is different. Uh, you don't know what his write-offs are. You don't know what no. his in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And just because you say you make about the same money, you know, again, how many people are totally showing their hand to their neighbor or even their cousin? Well, or even, right. I mean, my brother and I are like best friends and we hang out every weekend, but I have I have no idea what the man makes and yeah. he has no idea what I make. And he's my brother and we're, you know, like best of buds, you know, so at the end of the day, sometimes we have to be honest and realize that we're not, we're not the most forthcoming when it comes to money. No, <laughs> no not, to not in general. Yeah. yeah so for sure. Absolutely. So that's the secret to success. Not nothing crazy, right? The, it's really just us and either doing the right, taking the right steps or taking the wrong steps. So I, I guess maybe you might be a little disappointed. You might've been thinking we were going to drop some secret mm-hmm. sauce of knowledge, but there is no true secret sauce other than just a taking action for yourself and B, you know, making sure that you're not self-sabotaging and working with a professional that can help you navigate the complexities. And what we're seeing and this, and it could be Tony, we don't know. It could be a prolonged downturn. We haven't had one in a long time. I mean, we could be looking at, you know, um, I mean, God, hopefully it's not like a lost decade all over again, like Oh yeah, one to, so. to Oh nine, but we just don't know what we're in for because there are a lot of problems out there. So do yourself and your retirement a favor. Talk with a qualified professional, even if you've got a plan, just to double check to get a second opinion, whatever it might be. Uh, as always, you can reach out to Tony if you need that help. If you're already working with him, great. You probably already have those things scheduled. But even if you're nervous, make sure you reach out to him before you take any action. But if you're not working with him, uh, you know, consider having a conversation or share the podcast with someone who might benefit from the message. Uh, it is uh, available on Apple, Google, Spotify, so on and so forth. It's Plan with the Tax Man. And you can find it all, keeping it simple for you, at Tony's website, yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. Tony is a, uh, a CFP 
and an EA at Tax Doctor Inc. So, Tony, my friend, thanks for hanging out and chatting with me. All right, we'll see you later and have a great uh, weekend coming up. Yeah, have a good weekend this weekend as well as Memorial Day. And we'll see you guys in June for more of Playing with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow from Tax Doctor Inc. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, SM. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.